You're listening to Be You with Jackie Moore. Hey y'all, welcome back to day two of Jackie sounding like a boy going through puberty. So I didn't even plan for my voice to crack when I said puberty, but it's just in God's sovereignty that that happened. Um, We intentionally did not record multiple podcast episodes last night in hopes that I would not still sound like this today, but here we are and here I am. So we are just going for it. We're poor Brandon. Pray for my husband. He's a saint. I mean, literally, if you're a believer, you're a saint, but he's like a saint, saint, because he is going to have to go through and edit this whole thing because I'm going to have to pause so many times to drink my hot tea to get my throat through this episode. So just if you see him, tell him thanks for everything he does. Um, Thank you, Brandon, for everything you do. I I guess I should tell him also if I'm telling y'all to tell him. All right. So Psalm 139, I think we uh, left off of verse eight yesterday, Um, moving on to verses nine through 12. So verse nine says, if I take the wings of the dawn, if I dwell in the remotest part of the sea, even there, your hand will lead me and your right hand will lay hold of me. If I say, surely the darkness will overwhelm me, and the light around me will be night, even the darkness is not dark to you, and the night is as bright as the day. Darkness and light are alike to you. So um, yesterday, I, I spent a lot of time trying to, my goal was to just help you know that it's okay if. Um, you read the Bible and you don't understand sometimes, or reading the Bible makes you question. So I'm not going to spend a lot more time on that today. If you didn't listen to yesterday's, you may go do that. Um, But today, I really want to focus on um, the fact that God is with us and will go with us wherever we are. Like there is no place that he will not meet us. Um, that there is no place that um, is too dark for him because he is light. So we'll we'll break down each one. So so nine says, if I take the wings of the dawn, if I dwell in the remotest part of the sea, and then ten says, even there, your hand will lead me, and your right hand will lay hold of me. So these two these two verses are saying, it doesn't matter where I go. Even if I take the wings of the dawn, so if I I rise, I go to, basically you could say one side of the earth. So the sun, you know, rises on on one side, the dawning of the day. Or if I dwell in the remotest part of the sea. Um, So think of, when I think of this, the remotest part of the sea, I think about if you've seen, you know, those um, videos or those pictures of, of how deep in the ocean you can get. Like we don't even know everything that is actually in the ocean. Like organisms exist, things exist in the ocean, in the depths of the ocean that literally could not exist if we brought them to the surface because of how like the pressure works. And I think, I don't remember if it's their bodies explode 
or if their bodies um, shrink. I can't remember, but I just know it doesn't work. And the reason that we don't know that much about them is because what we have and we can't go down there because we wouldn't be able to, even with all the tech stuff, we wouldn't be able to handle it. So what I picture here is just a really deep, dark place. Um, If we go, you know, all the way to the remotest part of the sea, even there, it says, God's hand will lead us. Your right hand will lay hold of us. And so I just think that this is a beautiful picture of the promise that God is truly never going to leave us alone. Like we are never outside of the grace or the love of God. Um, No matter if you're not a believer, you can never sin in such a way that God will not forgive you. His love will be there. He is ready for you to take his hand and to lead you out of that deep, dark place that you're in. And even if you're a believer, it's it, we're not exempt. Once we become a believer, I think that sometimes there can be this false idea that once you become a believer, um, you're never going to be in the deep, remotest part of the sea. Like you're always going to be on the surface and everything's always going to be okay. But that's not true at all. Like I know um, a few people like in person that they became a believer and their life got harder, right? Um, I know if you just think about Paul, for example, he um, wasn't, you know, in the deep darkness, like things weren't, things weren't difficult. It wasn't hard for him necessarily before he became a believer. He was respected. People liked him um, in his community. And then he became a believer and things got real tough for him. He he was in some deep, dark places and not necessarily out of his own sin, uh, but just because he wasn't respected anymore. And that's, um, he was in a deep, alone, dark place. And so um, sometimes we can be in these deep, dark places because of our own sin. And sometimes we are just isolated and circumstances outside of our control isolate us and other people's actions do. And we can take heart in the fact that even in those places, whether it's brought upon by ourselves or not, God's right hand will be right there to lead us. He will lay hold of us. He will hold on to us. We can trust in that. Verse 11 goes on to say, if I say, surely the darkness will overwhelm me and the light around me will be night. So you picture just like, this is, I mean, this is desperate. Like this is, this sounds like honestly something that someone is struggling maybe with depression would say, just this overwhelming feeling of hopelessness. Like surely the darkness is going to overcome me. Um, Everything light around me is gonna be night. If you think about kind of putting that into maybe ways that we would talk, someone might say something like, like, this is never going to get better. Things are only going to get worse. Even the good things in my life right now, they're going to go away eventually. And when we say that, we're forgetting that even darkness is not darkness to God. And that this whole view of, of what is dark and what is light needs to shift in our perspective. Even the darkness is not dark to you being God. And the night is as bright as the day. 
darkness and light are alike to him. So I, we honestly, that's one of those things where you can just read past it. But if you sit in it and actually try to like picture that, get a picture in your mind of the night being as bright as the day, like it's hard to picture that because we don't understand that. We don't know that reality. We will never know what it's like to be able to make something dark light just in and of ourselves. Now we can turn on a light, we can light a candle, but just our presence lighting something up in and of ourselves, we can't do that, right? But Jesus does, like the darkness is not dark to him because John 1, 1, excuse me, not John 1, 1, but John 1, 5 says the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it or the darkness did not overcome it. So Jesus is light. So even in that dark place, God is there and it's not dark to him. Even when we can't see maybe what's going on, we still have the earthly eyes. We can't see the light is there. The light is there and God sees it and he is able to understand what is going on. So take hope in that. I think that this is a great verse to memorize um, when you are feeling darkness or even if you're sometimes night scares you. I'm going to be honest. Sometimes I can be scared of the dark still whenever um, as an adult, like if there are times when maybe Brandon is is out of town, um, like he went on a few mission trips a couple years ago and I was at home at night by myself. And honestly, the darkness, I don't know what's out there, right? Like I know that my back porch is out there and I've got a tree in the back and a tree in the front and a fence. And um, I know all of that's there, but then it's dark. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, what does my backyard look like? What is there? And so this is a good verse that even the darkness is not dark to God. And the night is as bright as the day. Darkness and light are alike to you. This is a great verse, I think, to remind ourselves of when we're nervous or, or scared or unsure of maybe our literal physical circumstance or of um, a more like hypothetical circumstance that seems really dark, that seems really hopeless, that we don't know that it's ever going to overcome. You know, when you've got something going on in your life that's making you feel anxious and you don't know how to respond, just speak this to into like belief, like say to the Lord, Lord, help me believe that even in the darkness, it's not dark to you. And even in the night, even in the hopelessness of this, everything's bright to you. And there is hope in you because darkness and light are just the same to you. I think when we understand um, this perspective of God and that he doesn't see things the way that we see things, um, then it's not as scary because we recognize that, oh, wait, God's bigger than us. God knows more than we do. Things are light to him. He understands the things that we don't. So even though I don't understand what's going on right now, I'm unsure of the future. He's not unsure. He knows. And we can take comfort in that. And then we don't have to live in anxiety. We don't have to live in fear. But we can live in hope and walk in the fruit of the Spirit that we talked about. And we can be who we were created to be. 